great move that I'm believing him for because if he can do what he's done, then he can do much more. I, I believe that. And so I'm waiting to experience that. I believe that the people of God uh, and this, this ministry and the work, and uh, he's going to do it in lots of people. Okay? And it's not just for me. And so I'm excited about what he's going to do. And, and I was reminded because uh, a young man, uh, I'm going to be doing a funeral um, on on Friday. Uh, so I'm inviting those that will be with me if they can. Uh, but the young man is 25 years old and uh, got called home. Wow. Uh, but, but God's going to allow me to do that funeral. And there's a ton of young people that's going to be there. And I was sitting in the tub yesterday. Hallelujah. And God spoke to me. And so I got a word for them because I'm going to preach the sermon he never got a chance to. Wow. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I'm excited about that. So if you're just tuning in and on the airways, we welcome you here to Faith Harvest mm. as we are just entering in our entering out of a time of worship and just reflecting on what God is doing. And the thousands of people that I was sharing that the Lord has allowed me to touch. And uh, this young man's mother reminded me of who I was. She said, it all began with you. She said, you set the foundation for so many people. That you, you laid the foundation. You was the guy that laid it out. And he said, although they're not there, and I'm not there, and other than you laid the foundation, we began. She said, I couldn't think of anybody better. And she told me, I believed he was supposed to preach, and he never preached. And then she showed me a video. She showed me a video, and at Christiana Hospital, there's a thing called Code Green. And Code Green is hero's walk. And here's something that was abnormal. As they are walking out of the OR and out of the surgery room with his body and on the, on the bed, and his mother behind him, and his sister, as he's walking out. The hallway is lined, literally, at 3 a.m. in the morning, with hundreds of people on both sides. Family and friends, doctors and nurses. At 3 a.m. in the morning, a couple hundred people. I never, the hospital only let two people in let alone 200, lined the hallway. And they were quiet, and they were peaceful, and there was no bickering, there was nothing. And I said, oh, that was, he was speaking. He was speaking. The deputy people came out to see him, and he's speaking to them now about how precious life is. How precious, and how short time can be. One moment I can be talking to you, the next minute, but the question is, how are you living your life? Are you okay in the next second? Are you at peace? And that's the statement that many of us can't make. But it takes time, and I'm glad I happen to be there. And I'm okay. Now, I know God's got a lot more, but I'm okay. Amen. So, I, I, that's not my message this morning. I just had to share that on my heart. But hundreds, foundation. And I remember, listen to me. The Bible says one man may plant, another man may water, but God will give the glory. Amen. And that's important. Amen. So I need to get that watch, by the way, so you can move with me. Um, but I'm sharing you that God gets the glory. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. The transfer of God's glory. Amen. So I, I haven't had the opportunity to speak since Palm Sunday. That was my last time speaking. And I was sharing then about God's glory and sharing with us. But the Lord has given me a ton of uh, some, some messages and some work to share with you about the transfer of God's glory. See, many of us have been talking about giving God glory or God getting glory. Um, but I want to talk to you today that God's intention was to transfer his glory to you. You are the glory of God's eye, the apple of God's eye, here in the earth. 
I'm going to show you through the word because it was his prayer. It was his word. And it was also the reason he went to the cross. He went to the cross for you and I. I can be excited now. For, and he also told me that trials and tribulation would come my way. But then he said, listen, I don't care if they come, but I want you to be of good cheer. In other words, I want you to smile in the face of adversity. I want you to keep your head lifted up because I've already overcome the world on your behalf. Amen. Now, you, may not, you may feel the winds blowing. You may feel the cold in the air. But I want you to know I'm covering you and you're protected. That you're covered and you're protected in the midst of the storm. Thank God. We live. I'm not up. I'm in this world, but I'm not of this world. That's right. I can yeah. walk that way now with clear understanding. I'm here, but I belong to God. Amen. Amen. Last week, y'all seen me receive uh, to the UN, the United Nations, uh, here in, uh, in America. That I have also received an honorary ambassadorship. As an ambassador at the UN here in the United States. But prior to that, I was already carrying the title of an ambassador of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God already anointed and ordained me to be an ambassador. Man, just tagged along and gave me one too. So I want to share with you what's nice uh, here all of the titles and the excellency and all of that, it's all great and nice. But at the end of the day, it means nothing if you do nothing. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you do nothing. So I'm encouraged to get busy for God. <laughs> Just when I thought I was ready to retire, Pastor Bruce, I know, he knows, he knows that wasn't real. But just when I thought, I all of a sudden realized, there's another leg to the journey. <laughs> Somebody shout out. Hallelujah. I you about the transfer of God's glory. We're going to talk a little bit about that this morning. And uh, because it's so important. When I left, left y'all last, by the way, while you're there, you've got your Bibles and pull it up to John chapter 17. Uh, if you don't have it, it'll be on the screen. It's coming up as well. But John chapter 17, uh, by the way, is a very, very, very important chapter in the Bible. Many of y'all have learned that y'all were told that the Lord's prayer was thy kingdom come, thy will be done. You know, that's what y'all learned, right? And y'all were told it was what? The Lord's prayer. That is not the Lord's prayer. That was the Lord telling us and showing us how to pray and a reverence of what to pray about. So in that in essence, but in John chapter 17, it is the only place you see Jesus pray. And you clearly get to know what it is. I'm going to share with you because it's full of nuggets. It's full of nuggets and because so out of that I'm looking. So uh, on, on Palm Sunday I was able to share about the revelation of God's glory. And now, going on today, I want to talk about the transfer of God's glory. And there's more to come with the covering of glory. And then the distinction of his glory. And then the spread of his glory. We want to get there. And then to the unity of his glory. To the final place of the anticipation of his glory. I want to encourage you. God's glory was designed for you and I. Somebody shout hallelujah. Y'all need to understand. And I said, well, what, what is glory? Right? And it says that it is the ability or in, 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 to, in the latter time to bring forth the encouragement or the, I don't want to call it flattery, but to honor and respect and to bring forth someone's name or who they are and what they do. And so I thought, God's now saying he's transferring his glory to us 
It's because there's people that need to hear and see the glory of God, but they will only know it and hear it if they see it on you and I. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Amen? Amen? So they've got to operate. It's got to come from you and I where they hear it and know it. Amen? And so in order to experience it, this is how we must walk. And so I, I, I want to talk to you in John chapter 17. And we got a lot of work to do. We got to get, you know, there's people in place. There's people coming in, by the way. You have no reason to know why they're coming in. They're hurting. They have different things that are going on. You know what? We need to be prepared to minister to them. Oh, by the way, let me help you all here. Ministering is not just from the pulpit. That's right. It's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. So in John chapter 17, and I'm going to show y'all. Here it is. It says, these words spake Jesus as he lifted up his eyes to heaven. And he said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify thy son, that thy son also may glorify thee. Here we are, a conversation with Jesus and his father. He's in prayer, and he's talking about it's time for me to be glorified. But not only am I going to be glorified, because I'm going to glorify you also. So I want to I want to encourage you because we all see this process. I'm talking about a father who glorifies his son, and I'm going to talk about a son who glorifies his children. That's you and I. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so he says, he says, uh, and thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many, somebody say as many, as thou hast given him. And so he said, he's given eternal life, and he said he got power. And see, that's, you know, that's, that's significant. We're not talking about a weak God. We talk about a powerful God. We talk about a God that can make a difference and make a change. But he said, and he said, but for all those you've given me. You see what I'm saying? So now he goes on and he says, and, and this is the eternal life that they might know the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. And he said, I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou has given me to do. Now y'all gotta know, this is the week prior to, in the week prior to him going to the cross. But he's already speaking. And he's already been there. See, there's something about the power of knowing the word of God and knowing God and knowing your destiny. You can speak to it like you're already there. Some of y'all will get that in a minute. You should be speaking to the place where you know you're going. Amen. So he's speaking as though it has already happened. He says, I've glorified thee on the earth, and I have finished thy work, for thou giveth me to do. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thy own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was known. In other words, when he was with the Father in heaven, the glory that the Father has in radiating out of heaven. And uh, y'all think the stars are bright and the sun is hot. I just imagine what God is. Okay? Because he created all of them. So if y'all think that that's something, I'm just thinking the marvel and the beauty uh, of, of who he is in creating his universe, uh, which is nothing compared to who he is. Amen? And he says, and now, he says, uh, verse 6, I have manifest thy name unto the men which thou gaveth me out of the world. And this is where we're going to go because I want you to see. This is a transfer of glory. He says, I have manifest thy name unto the men which thou hast given me out of the world. They were with thou, with, they were, and thou gaveth them me, gave them me, and they were, and they have kept thy word. Verse 7. And now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. I, I want to take a minute. Nicodemus comes to Jesus in the middle of the night and he says to him, Rabbi, we know 
Let me hear that again. Let me say that again. We know these were the people of power. Now I can tell you that's, that's also telling you the power of wickedness and self. Because they said, we know. Nicodemus is confirming what all the Pharisees and Sadducees know already. There is no way possible for you to have done what you do and have done except it be of the Father. Not, nothing you did was of the enemy. You know, they try to accuse him of that. The devil don't have that kind of power. The devil don't have the power to create. He only has the power to pervert. It is God who creates. That's right. God him, let me say it again. It's God that creates. And so it's the devil that perverts. And so, by the way, all the things that have been created in the earth around were created by God, but the devil has perverted them. That's if the saints will grab hold of this, we'll start, we will not be running from some stuff we're supposed to take help of and turn it around. Now we get this in a minute. You'll get this in a minute. The transfer of glory. Verse 9. I pray for this is this. Let me back up. For I have given unto them thy word, which thou gavest me. And they have received them and have known surely that I came out from thee. And they have believed that thou didst send me. So he's now encouraging and talking about their faith. And he says, they know it's without a shadow of a doubt. And I said, Nicodemus says, we know. Right? Verse 9. Here's where I'm trying to be encouraged. I pray for them. Oh, no. You're right. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine. And all of mine are thine, and thine are mine, and I am glorified in them. Amen. His glory and glorification comes by how we act and what we do. And so he's glorified in them. The disciples are excited because they grab hold of the word, and here go 12 ordinary men starting to do some extraordinary stuff. Oh, I want to encourage somebody in here. Talk about all I am or whatever. I just did this. And I only know. Who? What? It doesn't matter. If you'll accept who you are in Christ, you can do great things. Great exploits. You just got to get busy for God. Ask me how I know. Who would have ever thought? A young man from North Philly whose mind was corrupted was on his way, the rocket ship to hell would be here today worshiping the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and preaching his gospel, which is the good news. Wow. Uh, it wasn't in my plans. This isn't what I saw. But thank God he got a hold of my life. And thank God I had yes. no sense to recognize it. Somebody shouted hallelujah. Glory to God. He, he turned it all over. Turned it all the way around and made it right. <laughs> How about that? So he said, he said, uh, I prayed for them, and which is mine is thine, and thine is mine, and I am glorified in them. I want you to see what Jesus is talking about. He's having a conversation with the Father. We've missed this, and, and by the way, I've never preached this this way before because now I'm seeing us in Him. My, I move, live, and have my being in him. So the in him scriptures now make sense because he was pouring into us through, he said, I gave them the word. The word and Jesus are interchangeable. He gave us himself. And so pouring into us, he gave us the word and the word is for our life. The word is the roadmap that can guide us, that can teach us, the roadmap that can now protect us in the midst of a troubled world. The, the word is the hedge that I need to round me. Somebody need their hedge raised. Give it a word. Give it more. So the hedge gets a little higher. Get a little more protection. Glory to God. Oh. Oh. I, I put it, this is a metaphor. So I have a some evergreens that I planted 
about three, four years ago. Um, I didn't do it, I had somebody do it. But uh, they planted the evergreens to shield off, kind of to separate my property line from the neighbor's property line, right? So it's like 13, 14 of these trees. But if you come here right now, they're the funniest looking trees. Uh, and they, it was a hedge. They would give me shield off uh, and give you kind of privacy uh, on my side of the yard. If I, if I get him privacy as well. But uh, the deer, the deer, all the bottom of them has been eaten away. So they, they push you up top and neck it down the bottom. Right? right. Unproportional. But I start thinking about the enemy. Always want to eat away at something. Chiseling away. That's and what so he do. Little by little and little by little. And now I'm looking at it. They all, I can see through them. That's, that's, that's how I get the top of the floor. I wonder that about some people. Low unbalance. Wow. You know, they're walking around and naked down the bottom and full up top. Full of themselves. There it is. But I, I just start thinking because the enemy has been eroding and eating away at them. I just, and I try to say that to, to be sarcastic in a way, because, but I'm serious about the enemy eating away at people and in their life because they don't even no longer recognize that what he has done. So I'm encouraged today to tell you about the transfer of glory. And when you receive and accept the glory of God, it can cleanse some stuff. It can wash away some stuff. It can fix some stuff. It can heal some stuff. It can bless some stuff. I don't know about you, but I can use a little bit of all of that. And so I'm open to God's transfer. I'm open to receive His glory. Amen. And he says, he says, I pray for them, not of the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine and mine and thine and thine are mine. And I glorify them in verse 11. And now I am no more in the world. But these that are in the world, I have come to thee. Holy Father, keep thy own name for those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. Oneness is unity. And our oneness is that we need to be first one with God. And if we are one with the word, we can be one with another. God had no intentions of making us all the same. He's clearly made it that way, and I prove it. Uh, we got 8.4 or 8.6 billion people in the world, and not one person has the same fingerprint. That is the most amazing thing to me. Because the size of your finger is a small piece of real estate that cannot be duplicated. How in the world is that possible? Now, you know, AI has done some great things, some, some extraordinary things that it's able to, uh, to, to, to create, right? It can put you in places you've never been and it looks just like you. Right? It can do stuff, it can create, uh, hear your voice, and then know your tone and create uh, statements based on how you think. I think, my God. Right? But it can't duplicate your fingerprint. And it can't duplicate blood. Two crucial, crucial things about the power and the hand of God. So I, I say that to say, listen, come let us walk with the master on the road to glory. I have revealed your name to the ones you have given me out of the world. And they are yours. And you have given them to me. And they followed your word. And now they have come to know that everything which you have given me is from you. For the word which you gave me, I have given to them, and they received them and truly understand that I came forth from you. And they believe that you sent me. And I ask on their behalf. I do not ask on the behalf of the world, but on behalf of those you have given me, because they are yours. And all things that are mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. Did you notice that the work we do glorifies God? So in other words, 
if you're doing nothing. If you're doing nothing, then there has to be a lack of glory that God is receiving. And I want to encourage you because somebody thinks, well, no, you do not need to be doing what I do. Every one of us have gifts and callings. And whatever that is in your life could glorify God. When you come and read a story to a first grade group, what you're sharing about the goodness of God, you're glorifying God. So we've got to stop making things so deep. Why? Because the child needs to be read to but might not be read to at home, but you doing it. <laughs> Giving them something they didn't even get before. And I started wondering about who we are and what we do, and then we complain about what somebody else did do, and yes, it should be getting at home, but what happened at home got its own issues. And I suppose we ministry to home. Because we gotta start, we got to stop looking at the negative and to always give the positive of the good news, the gospel. That's why Jesus came. And I want to see him glorified. And so now I'm going to be busy doing his work that he called me to do. And each of us have something different. And some getting them confused. You do not have to do what I do. You don't have to be me. But you need to be you. And I'd like to see you do the greatest of what you do. When you sing, open your mouth to the Lord. And just sing unto God. Don't care what nobody else thinks or say. Ah, that's your gift. Use it to glorify Him. That's the great thing. Those gifts we have, when we can turn the gifts and now use them for the glory of God in everything we do. So in humanity, uh, you could be in IT, computer work. Glorify God. Because there's a whole lot of negative stuff involved. And no matter where we are, that's what's in it. So the church, we've gotten confused. We think it needs to be the these and the thou's and not what we do. Just being there and representing, just speaking to somebody. Listen, for you've given me and I have given them and they received them and truly understood that I came forth from you. And they believe that you sent me and I ask on their behalf. I do not ask on behalf of the world. Hmm. The words that Jesus uses to describe, listen to this, the response of the ones whom you gave me. What is he talking about? The ones you gave me. Those are those of you that need to know that that's us that's here, showed up today. It's us, now it's us to believe. Uh, let me help you. He did say you need to know Genesis to Revelation. So don't get all in uh, phobia because uh, you, you, you don't know all the scriptures. So what? Who, who asked you, told you that was a requirement? Guess what the requirement was? To believe. And he said, if you believe, then I need to see you doing something. I mean, he said, that would be enough. You started there. If you'll start there, you start to believe. I started, I'm wondering about how, uh, y'all don't understand something. I had never read the Bible until I was 25 years old. Oh, you, you didn't know it all when you was a kid? No. Had one, didn't open it. But what God can do is redeem the time. He can open up your mind and expand it far beyond what you can think. Even imagine. I watch God and I'm sure with how powerful he is. I know he's in glory because he speaks to me. And I'm saying things that he's poured into my life. It's impossible for me to have known it except he did it. Oh, I don't have any problem glorifying God. <laughs> I don't have a problem trying to look good for God. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because you, 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 you got to remember something. There was a time in my life uh, when it didn't matter because I was lost and turned out. <laughs> Somebody say, but God. He intervened. And so he said, he was talking about them that was his. And he said, listen, the ones who you gave me are the verb know, receive, and understand and believe. 
The results is we follow, but the transformation God seeks is describing it in terms of change of mind and heart. In other words, there must be a paradigm shift. Where must it happen? In your mind. Here's to, let me share with you. Right now, I do not believe the devil is the greatest enemy against people. He's busy. He's planning. But now, he has convinced most of us he don't even got to do nothing because we do it to ourselves. It's our own mind that keeps us hampered and hindered and pinned out and from growing and going forth. And so now, that's why I said, we got to put on the mind of Christ. Right. You start thinking, huh, I can do this thing. Remember, he said all things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In other words, I need to start thinking like that. Stop talking about my limitations and what I can do based on what he said. I may not like to do certain things, but now, if I need to get that done, I can get it done in Christ. When I do that, I glorify him because he said I'm going. And he said greater works would I do. And I start just thinking, how in the world can I do greater works than God? And I realized something. When I looked at all the miracles, read your Bibles, I got proof, it's in the Word. When he did the miracles, he only did them where he was. Let me say that again. He only did them where he was. You called your daughter and said, get to Delaware. Why? You were there. Oh, you're not getting it. Listen, why? Because you were in the place. You were, you were praying. You already said, I'm going to know what the, here's what we're going to do. To get her to where she needs to be. So all of a sudden, so Pastor Bruce, you prayed uh, over there in Newark or wherever. You prayed over there in Wilmington or wherever. You prayed uh, in Elton or in Aberdeen, wherever that everybody prayed. But you're doing something and you're touching people in Wilmington. All of a sudden, we can have four places at one time and do a miracle. That's how the greater works will be done. Guess what? Guess who's getting the glory? God. Because whose name are we doing them in? Jesus. So he said the transfer of glory is now operating in the power and the anointing that he placed on our lives. But most people are scared and afraid to do it or use it because they don't know who they are. That is by his glory we can do something. It's by his glory. I never saw myself in the position in the place that I am today. Rob thinks he's the only one. Because <laughs> I don't I don't talk about it much. I'm already saying I just accept what God is doing. <laughs> Changed my life forever. Open doors nobody could have opened. Oh, he shut some doors nobody could have shut. <laughs> Close the time. Okay. Only he could have done that. And now it's up to me to allow his glory to show forth. And he said, he said, no, to receive, understand, and believe. The results is we follow. But here's the key. Transformation. We are in a transformation process. This is the part we struggle with as human because we always think about the end result of the finished product. But just start transforming. Just start transiting. So, because I know something, the journey that's a million miles starts with one step. Everything. I, I realize how far I've come in my life. But I couldn't see this far and would have thought it was too long to go. Uh -huh. Yet I'm already there. Yes. And it ain't even it. So right. There's more to go. Right. And I was just thinking, wow. Look at God. So I want to encourage you. Don't know what that step is in your life. But you got to take it. If you don't, you'll only get what you already got. And no more. And I think what a shame to not receive God's glory 
and use it on his behalf when all he wants to do is be glorified in you. He said, Father, they know. Somebody said they know. That means you know. You know this word is true. You know there's power. I, I have a friend that lives in Malawi, Africa, and he said that uh, every five miles they were building mosques because they had the money. They were pumping the money into Malawi, building mosques and converting people by taking them food and bread and you know, even threatening them. But they were converting them at will, not because there was a, but here's what he said they know. There's been no miracles, but they seen in the church of Jesus Christ miracles. They see the power of God happen. They know it's true. They have known. Listen, he said, so how do we know God is in this transformational way? Earlier, John, we hear he command to abide in me. So how it happens is in John 15. He says, if you abide in me, I abide in thee. In other words, as long as we stay in God, we walk with God, listen, that's how we know the transformation is going. I got to tell you something. And so it said, I now get it. The more time I spend with God and in God, the more transformable or trans I become. And all of a sudden, you know, transforming my life into something I couldn't even know or imagine myself. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. So now I become a world overcomer. Oh, did you hear that? I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. Oh, if y'all ain't looking, look a little closer. You'll see the glow and the glory of God on my life. I know I'm not bragging. I'm, I'm bragging on him. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Because it's evident. It's evident. Listen. Listen. He said, he said, listen. So how do we know God is in this transformational way? He told John to tell him. To abide in me. We know God by abiding in him. This includes prayer. Study of his word. Quiet reflection. Worship. Last week. We didn't even have to preach a word. We just worshiped. And worship took us to another place. And so I know it's coming. That's why. So I got to share something. We've been restricted. But when you see people worship and open their mouths in behalf of, you got to do something. That's when you join along. Okay. Uh, the musicians is coming. They'll be here. They first. We, we, we had to wait. I had one of the greatest experiences uh, of that, the, the keyboard player. Most awesome person I met in uh, music uh, in a long time. Never had one sit down with me and say, I want to know the vision and the heart of the ministry. Thank you, God. Real minister there. Okay. I'm like, oh, but we went months with nobody. With nothing. Right? And people, they said, I said, nope, we're going to wait on the Lord. I said, no, I'm not doing this anymore. Uh, and love Elder, she right didn't help me trying to get the, she had gotten us some people before. I called us out and they got to go. Tell them don't come back. I said, I don't need no people that's just running. I want to run in. Give us a few things they, they think we want. They run out and go, they late coming in and early going out. No, they don't have my heart. They're not connected to me. They ain't doing me no favor. Yeah. I was like, no. Call it a day. Glory to God. Why? So through worship, through the word, through prayer, through study. God, I bless your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I've watched ministry happen around me and the people and particularly one that I can boast about is um, I know a man uh, 
without a heart for people and relationships. And uh, I saw his heart early on. And uh, he, he, he don't know what I saw. I just, because I couldn't tell him, I just had to encourage him. And so I saw his heart. And then I would tell him, you know, study it. And then I, I gave him anything I had. And then opportunities that came our way, I opened those doors every time. Not because he was that in all the bag of chips or I owed him something I needed to do it. Just because I saw his glory, his anointing on his life. And he wasn't slack to do it. He was doing it. And he did it. And he did it more. And what was so exciting for me is the discovery of who he was in Christ. And he came and told me one day, he said, he said, you know, I was pastoring the church. Y'all don't know. He said, for all these years, over in New Jersey. And he said, but pastor, he said, I've only been here for a couple of years. And I've already exceeded the amount of people whose lives I'm touching by walking in my calling of what I told you. But he took hold of what he was called to do. I can't take credit for that. I can take credit. I recognized it. But he did it based off of his belief in Jesus. And he said, I, he knows. He knew then. So sometimes we get you just need somebody. And this is why we ought to be there for one another. Because sometimes we can be walking in places and not getting anything done. Because we think, see, this really forgive me, y'all. But we play church. And we have this idea that this is what you're supposed to do next. When it's not necessarily true. I'm saying we can revolutionize this thing if we allow the Spirit of the Lord to deal with us in the transfer of the glory so that God can be glory in who we are and what we do right now. You don't need no title. You don't need no microphone. What you need is to be obedient to Jesus. Uh, I love it. I just heard something. From, what's this is the Bible telling me that many are called and few are chosen. I'm now listen. That's what that says. Many are called, but few are chosen. And y'all probably all know the answer. And I always ask, what's the difference between the called and the chosen? Well, I know the difference today because I know some people that was called. And they ain't doing nothing. And I know some people have chosen. And they're busy for God. So the difference is the response. Let me help y'all here. The difference is the response. Are you responding to the voice of God? He said you know. How many of you know and have not did anything yet? Now, I got to tell you something. If you got breath in your body, you still got time. You still got time. So I want to encourage you because you know he wants to transfer his glory. And how he's going to do that is through us. So this, this transfer has been going on for a long time. But many of us have missed it. And so listen, he says, uh, this includes your prayer, your study, uh, Word, quiet time, reflection, worship. The sequence is important. Though Jesus Christ, we became knowledgeable about God and about ourselves. God's glory is revealed to us through his grace and his love for us in Jesus Christ. So the cross makes sense to me. I just always wondered, if God is God, why did he have to go to the cross? But I need you to know something. He knew no sin. The only violation that could affect the devil is God himself, who knew no sin. But man was born into sin, with sin nature, so he was subject to the prince of this world. 
He receives Jesus, who is in the world, but not of the world, came in just like you and I, but knew no sin, and he, he dealt, gets it and says, oh, we got him. He kills Jesus. By the way, he, Jesus allowed him, because he knew the plan. Okay. He was not more powerful than God. He knows the plan. And I tell you, I love this in my mind. I just can imagine. It's my own made-up story. It's not in the Bible. That Jesus, because uh, the Bible says he descended before he ascended. So I, he had to go down and visit. And uh, he said, they were partying. They were celebrating. They, they, were, they were bumping and rocking. And then uh, Jesus is walking down. And, and the devil is sitting up on the throne, you know, watching the party. He's a big man in the house. And he got the keys on his hips. The keys to the kingdom, the world. And uh, Jesus is walking towards him. And they said, hold it, hold it. I thought he didn't have no power. I thought he was just a mere man. They said, the, the enemies, he knocking people out of the way. Next you know, they said, if we had known, we wouldn't have done it. Because they already know they violated something. They said, if we would have known. This is the Bible, y'all. Devils describe that. And now he goes up. This, remember this Dr. Ray's version. He goes up, he backhands him, and then gives him a front hand. And says, give me them keys. Mm. He takes him back. And he said, I'm going back to my people. He said, that's why he said, I'm going back to them, which thou hast given me. Because there's some people that, that have already rejected him. I hate to say it, but it's true. They reject him, so they no longer his. He can't take that love go. Not that he wanted to, because he came to save the world. Like, all the dirt in the world. All the bodies. Right? But because they rejected him. So he goes, takes the keys. And Bible tells us that he's now ascending, he's back. And he shows him, hold it. Oh, thank you. Anybody ever wonder why he didn't go straight to heaven? He just got it. He dropped in because he had to go back to the earth where you and I reside, minister to us, and tell us that I'm going to be in you. I got to leave. And when I leave, I'm sending you another comforter. The comforter is going to be a part of me. But that power that's in me, I'm going to send available in all of you. And when he's, when he's residing on the inside of you, greater works will you do. You're capable now because I'm going to give you a part of me. And if I stay here, I'll house him all. But because I love you, I'm willing to share it with you. With you, with you, with you, with you. You and you, I'm going to share it with all of you. Thank you, Lord. Somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, yeah, you that's watching and sitting in your, your living room. Your, you too. He said, I will share with you. So as he's ascending, when he goes, he's leaving forth the power, but he's sending another comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, who is now abiding in all of us. Y'all remember when he was being born, he goes near his cousin, and the Bible tells us that they, uh, the baby was leaping because he got next to anointing. And anointing gets next to anointing, his stuff starts to happen. And I want you to be encouraged because we want to receive the transfer of God's glory. You need to get in a position. You got to get you got to get your ears open and your heart ready for what God's called you to do. If it ain't nothing but saying a word every now and then, encouraging somebody. It doesn't have to be big, giant. It doesn't have to have an audience of a million. None of that's necessary, though. What is necessary is being obedient. And if we look at this, let's follow the scriptures. I'm trying to encourage somebody here just to get in the transformational way. Through Jesus Christ, we can become knowledgeable about God and about ourselves. I tell you, you try to discover who you are. I can help you. Find out who he is. You'll find out who you are. 
in him I live, move, and have my being. I discovered one of the greatest attributes about my life right now is I know who I am. And there was a time in my life I would grow and didn't know who I was. But today, I know who I am. I, I love it. I used to sit with Pastor Calvin and I would tell him, but I know who I am. And I'm clear on that. So nobody, by the way, if you don't know who you are, somebody can give you an identity that doesn't belong to you. That's right. So you need to be careful and get busy discovering you. But how you discover you is in him. And That's so right. all of a sudden, so listen, he said, through Jesus Christ, you become knowledgeable. God's glory, God's glory is revealed to us through his grace and the love for us in Jesus Christ. As a result, this love draws us to him and as we abide in him, we are set free to experience the abundant life he came to give us. Now, I don't even like using that word set, but the more you abide in him, it will make you free. I can prove it. It is in him. Y'all remember the woman with the issue of blood? The Bible says, he said, woman, Thy faith has made thee whole. He tells the disciples, hey, something just happened. Virtue just left me. Somebody touched me. They look at him, that's you crazy. There's a million people out here. There's a whole lot of people bumping and bumping into you. But he said, no, 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 you missed what I said. I didn't mean bump me. No, no, somebody came by faith and their faith, and here's what happened. Because when faith meets faith, he couldn't even stop it. The Bible says virtue left him. So here's what that means. Y'all don't know what that means to me, help Jesus himself couldn't stop it. Because it's a principle that he put in play, that his father put in play, that has to happen. So when your faith gets to the place of faith, where it's supposed to be, what's supposed to happen has to flow. I'm convinced now. I have to be blessed. I have to walk in the power of God. I have to walk in the knowledge of God. I have to walk. Because for his sake, so I can give him glory. Because he transferred his glory to me. I can give it back to him because he sees it. What the Father did in him, he's done in me. And now I want to make it reciprocal. Because right now, where is he? He's at the right hand of the Father. Until he returns, I need to be giving him glory. How do I give him glory? Through knowing who I am and operating in his word? Through obedience. Somebody shout hallelujah. Glory to God. This is good stuff here. This one just straight from the throne room. Listen, he said God's glory is revealed to us through his grace, his love. But Jesus, as a result, the love draws us to him. And as we abide in him, we are set free to experience the abundant life he came to give us. Listen, he didn't, he didn't expect for us to come into the earthly realm and to live uh, in, in trouble, broke, busted, and disgusted. It just happened to be that when he kicked Satan out of heaven, Satan came and filed the earthly realm, and so we've been fighting ever since. But he said, I created you in, something I told y'all, y'all need to help to find yourself? Let me help you out here. I created you in my image and likeness. So if you've been created in the image of God and his likeness and God knows who he is, then maybe you need to get to get to know God so you can get to know yourself. Wow. So wow. Guessing game. Who am I? Why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing with what I got? And you figure that out. Oh, you can wake up a whole lot different. So I can share with you. That's not one of my problems. I don't have to wake up trying to figure out who I am or what I'm supposed to do. I know. Now the question is just on a day-to-day -day basis. 
who and where. What, 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 you know, that kind of thing. That's just, yeah. Yeah. So this, he said, uh, he came to give us abide in Jesus, glorify God, glorifies God. Just as Jesus worked, glorified his Father. The same thing works back the opposite direction. So listen, how we abide in Jesus is that we might know him in a more deeply and more deeply and receive him more fully and glorify him in all we do and say. We may go to Zooming through this week, this time, to arrive at this exhausted place, hoping for a strong dose of God before heading into the next week. So we gotta, we gotta now start that we should be expecting the presence of God all the time. I know I'm ministering to myself, right? Because uh, I'm finding myself in some strange moods at times these days. Like, it's a, God's dealing with me. And it's like, God, and I just got to yield to Him. I got to just trust Him and believe. So, I'm telling you, if I'm doing this, I know how much more it is for you. It's encouraging because I know God's trying to do something for you. I know God's trying to do something. Somebody else will look at me and say, ah, I don't know, he's, look at him, he's trying to grow a beard. He's, he's going to be going through a midlife crisis. No, don't go through a midlife crisis. Just doing something different. Amen. Still trusting God. <laughs> uh, but the key is walking in obedience. Obedience is better than a sacrifice. I had to stop worrying about some stuff and praying about some stuff. Okay, just pray. Because listen, new levels, new devils. That's so, right. And so what I find myself is, you know, the higher you go up and some stuff, uh, also the, the more zeros come behind some other things. In other words, y'all don't know nothing about that, but it gets bigger. And uh, if you ain't ready for it, it can, it can choke you. It can stress you out. But uh, there's no stress in what God's called us to do. That's right. Because if all things are subject to him and he got power. That's right. Then I got to tap into his power to get what I need. Uh, let his glory be transferred onto our lives. Right now, just lift your hands. Just lift your hands all over the earth. Lift your hands. This is my prayer. Father, right now, we know this is a sign of surrenderance. God, we know this is not a stick-up. So we're asking, God, that you would pour out your glory. I'm asking, God, on their behalf, pour your glory out as our hands are receptive, as antennas. God, let us receive more of your glory today. Let us receive more of your light today. Let us receive more of who you are with a greater understanding of why we're here. Let us receive your glory. God, pour into us, God, that we will in turn pour out. And hopefully, Lord, that you would also, we would allow to radiate back to you your glory that you've given us. We thank you. We thank you, oh Father. We thank you for our lives. God, I thank you that you're touching somebody's heart right now. You're touching somebody's mind right now. God, transformation is occurring. And God, we thank you that it will go further than this day and this hour. Let there be a completeness. Let there be a fullness. Let there be a furtherness of who you are and what you're doing in this hour. God, let it be done. God, I thank you for harvest. I thank you for the harvest, Lord. Father, you described for an end time harvest, God, a great number, God. Father, let it be a bumper crop. Let it be a bumper crop, abundantly above all that we can even ask for you to think. For your sake, God, give us the ability to minister to him. God, we don't ask just to have numbers. We ask, God, because we're willing to take on the challenge. The challenge is before us, God, that we would open our minds, we would open our hearts, and we would speak to it. I heard your word last week, God. You said speak to it. And so God, I'm speaking to it right now. I'm calling forth in Jesus' name. And we say let the power of God radiate and reign in the 
Father, let the people of God get energized. Let the people of God get energized by your word. By your word. Let them get full right now, God. Let their giftings come forth with power and with might. God, whatever they are, God, you know, you know their hearts. You know. Now that I'm asking you to do it. Do it on their behalf so that you can get glory. More glory. More glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to your name, God. 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 Father, we honor you. Father, we worship you. Father, we, we believe your word. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you that we are shifting right now. We're shifting right now, God. We're shifting into that realm of that place where you want us to be. We're shifting. Uh, hallelujah, God. You said it began in our minds, God. I thank you for the shifting curve. Hallelujah. You're transforming some hearts right now. You're transforming some minds right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 I'm going to let you know he's here. He's here. Get what it is you need from God. He's here. His presence is in this place. Hallelujah. Nope. You don't need a big group and that man and all the other hoopla. You just need to believe. Receive. You just need to believe and receive. Let God do what he's going to do. Hallelujah. Thank you, oh God. Thank you, oh God. Oh, thank you, oh God. Thank you, God. Pour it out. Pour it out, God. Pour it out, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. Thank you, God. Thank you for doing it, God. Thank you for doing it, God. Oh, God, have your way in this place. For we are your people. And this is your house. And you can do as you please. God, we thank you for your greatness. We thank you for your goodness. Now, God, let everybody see what you said and how you're moving amongst your people. And God, let us be an example on behalf of you that people would know that we, that you are God in our lives. Because the glory is evident. Thank you, God, for transferring. Thank you for allowing us to be yours. Thank you for all that you've done. Now, God, let us give back to you as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God's doing something uh, right now. Um, he's stirring up somebody's heart, somebody's mind. He's encouraging you um, that your life is more than what it is. In fact, he wasn't quite sure why you were doing some of the things you were doing, why you even here. Um, but I need to tell you that he wants to use you in a greater way on his behalf. So I'm encouraging you seek his face. Seek his face. One thing I know is that he will reveal himself the closer you become to him. So revelation is the key. <clears throat> that as he speaks, that you hear. And as you hear, you respond. And if you respond, then you become the chosen. 
You see the see the process? Yep. So that's what we gotta do. So you gotta see him. You gotta hear him. And then you gotta respond. Amen. And when you do, he'll start making things clearer and clearer. Uh, start adjusting the lens. Okay. I I would be lying to you if I told you I saw everything of where I am and what it's doing before him. I did. But the more I sought, sought him, and the more I was seeking him, the more I started to see. And the more I started to see, and the more I started to understand. And so all of a sudden, now, now listen, I thought I was just called nowhere. But I know it's bigger than that now. Why would I get in a UN ambassadorship for countries in all over the world? God saying? What's God doing? All I know is it's bigger than me. Amen? And so I'm open to whatever it is he wants to do. But I can see a little bit further. Amen? Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap. As we get ready for our tithes and offering. Amen. Come on, bless the Lord. Amen. And um, let me share with you. How important it is that how you live the moments. Now, that's important. Because as I share with you, the young man is no longer here. But it is important how you live today. I'm going to tell you today, it's important to get your gift in the gap. Right. Some of you believe in God for financial change in your life. Okay? I found out it only comes, for me, it's only came one way. I've been blessed, but I'm blessed because of my giving. And so I he has blessed me and I'm giving back to him. And in giving back to him, I've become. So I was blessed to be a blesser. Amen. So I get it now. I'm an encourager of that. I'm telling you something. I'm telling you something I know. That's what I heard. Oh, not online. Yeah. That's I mean I'm trying to I don't so just cutting them out out of the middle of the set. You don't, you don't end right. <laughs> if not, so. not a whole lot of us here. Just when you get to stand up and come on and bring it to the altar. Bring it to the Bring it here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, we thank you. Thank you, though. Thank You're you right so modern now. and hip. <laughs> thank you, Father. Thank you for that seat right now. No, I'm living in cage. Thank you for that seat. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for that seat right now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, I just finished. Thank you for that seat right now, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you. We praise you. Anyone you want? That's it. Great job. Great job. Hallelujah. Yeah, but we don't have a slide. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Father, we anoint you in the name of Jesus. We thank you, 